the difficult part was the last uh, 200 meter because it's a volcano. Uh, okay, it's not an active volcano, but still it's volcano and has gas. And this gas come out and you cannot breathe. Mm. If you breathe, you can die even. Welcome to a new episode of Most Memorable Journeys. Those who know me know that I am dreaming of doing all those interviews live. I don't want to do them on Zoom. I want to travel to people and meet them and sit with them and have a coffee with them. And today I'm actually doing that with a beautiful guest. I have an amazing lady sitting next to me in front of her beautiful piano. Tatiana Stupak is originally from St. Petersburg, from the cultural city where everyone is into music and culture and art. And her dad bought her a piano when she was two years old. She was a little too young to start playing, but at five years she did. She went to music school, her talent was discovered, and she went to a conservatory for 11 years and for another five after that. We'll talk about this a little bit in a minute. She moved to Cyprus in 2007, and then after a few years living here, working here, she discovered a new passion, which is totally not connected to music. And that's one of the main reasons why I really want to talk to her. Welcome to Most Memorable Journeys, Tatiana. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm glad uh, to see you uh, here and uh, to share my stories and emotions and uh, everything uh, with you today. Thank you so much. And I know that you have been to many interviews. You're a professional in the meantime because you came back from Iran not long ago. Yes, I came back uh, 22nd of September. Yes. We need to start from the beginning, but your latest adventure was going to climb a mountain in Iran. Yes, it's uh, the highest volcano of Asia and um, it's the highest mountain of Iran. And uh, what is interesting that uh, um, uh, they measure the height of the mountain from different sides. Uh, so it can be uh, like uh, 5,706 meter or 5,771 meter. So from a different side, it's different high of the mountain, but mountain is only one. <laughs> it's one mountain, but it's a high high mountain. And you were also telling me, because I know how hot it is in these areas, you were telling me that there was also a huge temperature difference, like starting from what, 38? Yes, it was uh, down, it was uh, plus 38. And up uh, on the summit, it was uh, minus 17. Uh, also a little bit snow, uh, but a lot of uh, cold wind. And that's challenging because you need to adjust to different um, circumstances. But you are a very fit young lady because uh, just before we met, she had been to her studio or to her gym to train. She trains every day because she has plans. But let's start a little bit differently. You love music. You're a musician. You're a piano uh, player. Yes, I am pianist uh, uh, all my life. I, I studied only this subject, so I'm good only in this. And um, I enjoy to play concert. Actually, in Cyprus, I do a lot of charity concert. I support different foundations. I love to collect uh, around me 
also different musicians and to cooperate with them like soprano or um, um, violinist, cellist. We can bring them uh, from abroad uh, or uh, to find them in Cyprus. It's a musician who moved here, for example. And uh, we love uh, to help other people who are in needs. So, uh, for example, my birthday, I celebrate for the last five years uh, doing charity concert because it started, uh, I said to my friends, I don't need presents, I have everything. I mean, uh, let's do something uh, uh, for other people. So uh, at least uh, I will say to myself that I don't uh, live, just uh, live. So I live and I can uh, help. And uh, I remember my first charity concert for my birthday. It was uh, uh, for Hope for Children. It's an organization uh, uh, worldwide. Uh, it's uh, children without parents. And uh, we have uh, here in Nicosia um, this foundation. And it was like 100 guests at my concert. And... Um, after we uh, continue, next one was in Patihio. After uh, it was uh, in um, in uh, Kurium. It was uh, in Kurium uh, came uh, the most famous uh, Greek uh, singer Christos Dantis uh, to sing uh, his famous song "Topaliomu uh, Palto," and it was like 800 people. Also, I did uh, in the presidential palace, it was in 2019, where I got award from the hands of the president, Nikos Anastasiadis. It was for Foundation uh, Teleton, it's Institute of Genetics. And um, also, okay, in 2020, it was lockdown. I did it uh, just free for my friends. I did collect like 100 people in one private uh, theater here in Cyprus and Paphos. And uh, just to enjoy, it was uh, like undercover. <laughs> and, um, Nobody needs to know. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, anyway, uh, everyone have uh, his uh, vaccination and uh, yeah. test, of course. So, and um, after... Um, I had uh, last year, it was on the helicopter pad for uh, um, Foundation Kiva, but it was not in June because still we had coronavirus, so we moved it for September. And uh, this year it was in the castle uh, Kalossi, very beautiful. Mm -hmm. So all the time uh, I choose a unique place and different uh, organization. Uh, one day we had uh, for uh, um, cancer in breast, uh, sometimes it's uh, poor families or uh, kids with cancer. No, so it's all the time different. Fantastic. You know, there is a saying, I think it's Tony Robbins, one of my gurus, who says the secret to living is giving. And that's what you do. And that's why I can see that you're a very, very happy and fulfilled person. Yes, it's very nice. I just came back from Iran and in five days I had an amazing event with my new crystal piano, grand piano, which arrived from the USA. And it's one of my best investments, actually. It's unique. It's only one piano here. And it was with cooperation of Elias Beach Hotel. I'm very 
very appreciate for uh, uh, their organization uh, for everything what they did. It was fantastic. We had uh, even firework, uh, and uh, I met a lot of people who wanted to donate and support. Uh, so they provide us services uh, for free or with huge discount. So we can give uh, all the amount. Uh, we will not have uh, we cover the expenses. Every person cover his own expenses. So all the amount we will give to Mikri Iroes. It's a foundation for kids with cancer. And uh, next week, actually, we are going to give a huge check uh, to, to them. Beautiful. That is so beautiful. And that crystal piano, we are actually sitting in front of that crystal <laughs> piano here. And it is a piece of art. And I wonder, isn't it very difficult to transport this? Yes, very difficult to transport because uh, this is organic glass and uh, it's uh, more heavy than the normal piano, like twice. Even the chair, which is also uh, crystal, is uh, also very, very heavy. But the sound and quality of the piano is uh, like uh, the best uh, pianos in the world. And uh, that's why it's uh, so expensive because of the quality and because of this organic glass. We are going to use, we're going to take a picture afterwards and we're going to use this picture for the banner of uh, this podcast episode. So people who are listening to um, us, they will see what I'm talking about because it's actually very fascinating. I have never seen anything like that in my life. And I had to come to Cyprus to actually see it sitting here with this girl or young lady from St. Petersburg. Um, now, this is your life. Your life is music. You're, you're, you're a pianist. Do you teach uh, piano? Yes. Uh, I opened uh, the music school um, because I wanted to share uh, my knowledges with others. And I, in my school, I have the rule I teach uh, with the positive emotion. I never push anyone to do something what they don't want because uh, all my life, I never had childhood. I never had free time. It was only music. Music and I need to practice like eight hours per day. Plus, uh, in my uh, class, uh, it was, all, for example, 25 pianists and this uh, competition between each other, it was uh, very bad. And uh, like we were growing with negative emotions, we hated each other. And uh, okay, I was not from uh, the um, musical family. So the other kids, uh, they never uh, took me in a serious consideration that uh, they have competition with me. Uh, it doesn't matter that I had a good marks, like five, but um, uh, the other who were from the professional uh, families of musicians, they could, uh, before the exam, they could uh, hit each other, break the hand, break a oh finger. God. So the other person needed like one month uh, to come back to the same technique which he had before he broke finger. So the other child was hoping, oh, maybe I broke his hand and uh, he will never come back to the same technique. So in this my school of the conservatory, um, if uh, you was not uh, super and uh, you didn't, uh, five was the best mark. If you was uh, four, uh, they could tell you it's nothing to do for you in this school and you need to leave. Now I know that uh, if, uh, uh, for example, you are um, conductor 
or uh, who play harp. Mm-hmm. Uh, this and they don't study this from the first class, but they start to somewhere in the middle age. It means that they had other music instrument and they were not good in this. So they sent after to harp. And if they are not good in harp, they sent to conductor. <laughs> so in my school, it was like this. Yes, and imagine, uh, actually, after I didn't go even after 11 years of the school, we had a party when we graduated from the school, and I didn't go to this party. Mm, and the most interesting story is that from all my 25 classmates, uh, my superstars, uh, who were actually very good in this, uh, uh, only a few of them become uh, musicians, pianists. Uh, I can... Uh, call them by name is maybe five and that's it others uh, they are not uh, successful or they change completely uh, what they're doing in life but it's difficult because uh, when you study in music school of the conservatory they don't give you other subjects very strong uh, so you don't know actually nothing you cannot go to another university only music and also when we uh, graduate from the school it was next step is the conservatory if you study in the school, it does not mean that they take you automatically to conservatory. You need to make the exams like all of other uh, students who want to be uh, a student of the conservatory. And it's a huge amount from people. They come from uh, other countries, uh, from other towns. And it's not only from my school. So it's not only 25. It's uh, maybe 100 uh, or even more. And they have only uh, like 20 uh, uh, numbers who can, who can join the conservatory. And uh, it was so funny uh, that um, there are some few options uh, to get there f- for free because the government will pay for your education because you're very good. Or uh, to pay money also. And uh, for uh, Russian people, uh, it's actually a huge amount. And uh, or they don't take you at all, and you can go to university or the cultural university. So now I know if someone graduate from university music or cultural university, it means they uh, drop uh, their level. I mean, it's not the same. So now I know this. <laughs> you know a lot. <laughs> yes, and uh, in the conservatory. Uh, they took me for free. The government paid for my education. I didn't spend even one cent. And uh, the professional, um, uh, like um, kids from the professional musicians' family, uh, they couldn't even go with money. So they left uh, to university or the cultural. It's Of course, uh, it's a huge uh, tragedy. I, I don't know if I will be in their situation, uh, how I will react. Um, it's not good for um, psychological no. uh, things, yes. But what to do, this is life. Yeah, and this is probably something that you experienced. And deep down, even though you didn't like it, and even though there was a lot of competition and, and a horrible situation being in competition like that, but I think this is also what, what made you a little ambitious. Yes, of course, uh, because uh, I want to be the best. I want uh, to uh, prove, uh, for example, now I, uh, for the last uh, three years, uh, now the third year, I signed in the um, uh, Moscow Conservatory 
as um, to put my qualification a little bit more up. So I train online with a professor who won the first prize competition of list because I can feel that in Cyprus we are all relaxed. Is always no time. You know, you don't have this priority. Okay, I can play piano. So what? Um, but uh, if you don't have someone else who tell you, oh, and uh, this is not good. Here you need to touch maybe in this way. Put your finger like this. Try in this way to play. You will drop. And in Cyprus, they cannot, of course, find anyone who can uh, tell me and give me advices because uh, it's not the same level. So I register myself in the Moscow Conservatory. So I have the professor to who I can call anytime and I can have online session with him to do what I want. Yeah, and I think this is, as you say, competition is healthy. I mean, it's important to want, it's good to want to be the best because otherwise we become complacent. And uh, I think there is quite a lot of that here in Cyprus very often, you know, okay, it doesn't matter, it's good enough. It's good to be good. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be uh, perfect or good or as good as you possibly can. No, of course, uh, when uh, you do something, you need to do this good or to don't do this at all. Or if you do it, to try to be better and improve, not to stay in the same level. So in my school, I want uh, positive emotions. I never push anyone. We have a lot of fun. I created a choir. I created a, um, a rock band of kids. Uh, we do a lot of concerts because I want them to feel how nice it is to go on the stage and when everyone applauds to you and you are like in the center of attention and the girls put their beautiful dresses and they play beautiful music so we have a concert of kids in Rialto um, we cooperate also with a big company Atria Music who brings uh, um, some musicians uh, or ballet uh, theaters from another other countries. So I put uh, our choir to sing with the big artists on the stage. We have also school bus. So it's uh, like a journey. You go to Paphos, uh, you play in Marquidio Theater uh, with, uh, on the same stage with the big artists. After we go to Nicosia, after we go in Lima, so, so like this. And kids, of course, like it. And of course, they need to have a target that... Uh, if they will be good. Uh, for example, now we are preparing some of the students uh, in the, for the competition, uh, Cyprus competition of uh, Stavros Kiriakidis, and it will be in the presidential palace. Imagine a kid who is like 10 years old or 15 or even uh, maybe 8, doesn't matter, and uh, he has good results uh, in his music, and he will go in the presidential palace, he will play on be the best way in the world. Uh, amazing, amazing. Yeah, uh, but that is exactly how you motivate kids, because... You don't motivate kids by forcing them to do something that they don't like. It's by giving them a target, a fun target, you know, telling them if you practice, you can actually go and play for the president. That's a lot, you know, it's not like much better than breaking somebody's yes, hand. Uh, isn't it? Yes, sure, sure. <laughs> That's why I wanted to share my knowledges and uh, that it will be all positive. And we cooperate also with uh, England. We give uh, London uh, diplomas. Uh, uh, so they have also a diploma which uh, has value and uh, after they can use it. 
Fantastic, fantastic. You have a little girl and do you think she's going to be a musician? Is she going to be a pianist? Yes, of course. Uh, this is uh, 100%. Uh, I'm sure about it because uh, she loved music. Actually, when I was pregnant, I was in the school. And even uh, before three days I gave birth, I had the three concerts in Rialto, like three days. And uh, everyone was scared if I will give birth. Uh, in the theater? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so it was very funny. So, um, of course, she's very uh, musical person and she loves to listen and uh, she come and play herself with one finger. Uh, That's amazing. Course. I think when you grow up like that, there is hardly a possibility that she will not follow in your footsteps. She will. Let's get back to the mountains because we are talking about most memorable journeys here. That's the name of this podcast. And how did you discover that fascination for mountain climbing? It's uh, uh, come by accident. I saw on the internet that uh, someone was searching for people to join the group to climb uh, highest mountain of Europe, Elberus, which is uh, 5,600 something uh, meters. So uh, it's uh, in Caucasus. And because I love mountains, actually, before I used uh, just to go to, like, to have um, lunch there, to walk, to breathe this uh, fresh air with trees. Uh, and um, I enjoy um, this uh, walking around the mountain. So I said, okay, let's uh, go to join this group. It was summer, it was July 2019. And I said, okay, I'm free, school is closed, so... It's okay, I can go. And after I said, oh, but just to go, it will be boring. So I need to do something uh, special. Of course, being Tatiana, you <laughs> need to make it special. <laughs> so I said, okay, what I do? Good, play, play piano. And I said, okay, let's take a digital keyboard with me. It was seven kilos. I agreed with the guide and we took the keyboard there. So when we climbed on the summit, we opened my keyboard and I played music. So when we came back, because I was fit and I like it, actually Elbrus is fantastic. It's my favorite mountain until now. And I'm, I will say this forever. Uh, it has uh, snow. When you climb through these clouds, uh, even the cold weather I like, and sun is shining on the snow, and it's uh, make this bling bling. Uh, no, beautiful, it's beautiful, beautiful. And down near the mountain, they have this uh, restaurants and tasty food, and uh, these trees and uh, waterfalls. Uh, so I love it. Oh my God, you make me want to go there. Now. <laughs> so to Elbrusi, I even I'm ready to go more and more. So maybe. Maybe when I will be just bored and what to do, I will go again to Ilbrus uh, because I love it. It's my favorite uh, mountain uh, until now. So when I came back, I said, because I'm fit, I need to use it. And uh, I actually, what I want to do, to climb seven mountains, seven uh, highest mountain of seven continents. So which one is next uh, one? It was Kilimanjaro in Africa. And I said, okay, let's do it. And we did it in January 2020. But I didn't take a digital piano this time with me because it was heavy, seven kilos, it's heavy. And I said, okay, 
I need to bring other music instruments then. And I find that uh, there is a traditional Russian music instrument, gusli, which is a rare instrument, and it will be nice uh, to introduce it, it to the more people, to the world, to show. So I ordered the music instrument. They did it uh, specially for me. I find teacher online. I made the lesson for uh, some months. I choose only one piece which I will play because... I'm not a professional, just suddenly to start to play music instrument, you know, you cannot be perfect in it. So I said, okay, I will play only one piece. And uh, I choose uh, music from Twin Peaks. Uh, so we came in Kilimanjaro. It's nearly 6,000 meters. I played my gusli and we came back. In Kilimanjaro, um, also nice uh, mountain, but I don't like it very much uh, because um, you walk up seven days, six days actually, one day down. And uh, you walk uh, through different uh, parts of the mountain, like forest with monkeys, after um, stones and after like desert, but uh, it was raining. And when you go under rain, and generally all this dirty around, and you sleep uh, every time in different place in this uh, sleeping uh, mm. tents. Uh, no, it was uh, I, I didn't like. And, and snow was only on summit a little bit, so all other is no snow. So I came back uh, from Kilimanjaro. And I said, okay, which mountain is next? And it was um, uh, South America, Aconcago, which is nearly 7,000 meters. But coronavirus came in our life, and I couldn't do my wish to come mm -hmm. true. So we needed to postpone it. In uh, all, all year 20, we stay home, and 21, um, I gave birth. Yeah, so instead of climbing a mountain, you decided <laughs> to have a baby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this year, in 2022, because um, uh, coronavirus, let's say, finished, and um, I said, okay, I need to do it now, otherwise... I will not do it because my age growing, uh, my body also growing. <laughs> and, You're uh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, generally, yeah. I mean, your <laughs> physical uh, uh, emotions, it's not the same like it was like two years ago or three years ago. So you need to do it uh, soon, especially that I'm not professional climber. So just for fun. So I decided, okay, I booked, I already paid and I booked, we found team, we are 18 people and we are flying 1st of January 2023 and after I will stay in Azar two days to enjoy, to see, because I believe that if you go so far and your trip is so expensive and after when you will do, I hopefully I will do it, uh, all your targets, you need to give a present for your Yourself. So I want to see tango. I want to see uh, yes, and other things as well. Uh, because um, I'm sure that in Argentina I will not fly very often. <laughs> no, I uh, know. And I, I have, I got 
stuck. Well, I didn't get stuck, but I was in Argentina when COVID started and I only managed to stay three days. I didn't get to stay as long as I wanted and I didn't get to go to Mendoza. Maybe I should come with you. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but you need to tell our audience about that climbing because you are attempting to end up in the Guinness Book of Records. Yes. Uh, so we apply uh, for the world record uh, as the highest concert in the world. I will I order already other goosley, which is uh, only two kilos. Uh, it's uh, I have different um, way of playing with mediator, not with uh, just fingers. Uh, we agreed with Book of Guinness for my repertoire I need to play 15 minutes. Uh, I need to have 10 witness. I need to make uh, only 30 second break between pieces. Each piece should be not shorter than two minutes. Uh, okay, my first piece is five five minutes, so it's okay. But it was difficult. It's the piece should not have a copyright, and uh, I need to record. I need to sell tickets. So like a normal concert. After that, I will be uh, in the Book of Guinness, who did the highest uh, concert in the world. So because I have this target, now I'm training uh, with Goosley, with my online teacher, five times per week. And also I have professional personal trainer with who I train in the gym uh, also five times per week until I will fly because I want to be ready for everything. Mountains is very difficult, to, if, uh, especially 7,000 meters is very, very difficult. The temperature there will be also like minus 50 up and uh, with strong wind and down is like plus 30 maybe. So so because I had a break uh, two years between my climbing, I said, "Mm, before I go to 7,000, I need to train again. And again, by accident, I saw the advertising about a person who was uh, um, calling uh, to have a group uh, who want to go to Iran. And it was uh, August uh, this year. I was uh, in the mountains in our Trodos uh, on vacation for 15th of August. And I was thinking, um, Iran is so far. It's uh, so strange country, close country. Um, how to go there? But uh, because uh, it was uh, six people from uh, Cyprus who were already in the group, I said, oh, okay, I will be not alone. So let's go. And I said, okay, I'm going. I just decided in one minute. Especially it was September and it's uh, not very expensive compared with other mountains and a very special country. So everything attracted me and I said, okay, I will go. So when we came in Iran, I was shocked from the first day because it's not enough that you need to be close, you're here, you need to hide Food is very special. Uh, they don't have, uh, for example, bread, normal bread. They have uh, flat yes, bread. Yes, yes. That's not 
like bread, very strange. Uh-huh. And they eat a lot of rice, um, very specific food. Also in Tigiran, very dirty air, so many people. Uh, uh, you cannot cross normal the street. It's dangerous, you will be killed. Uh, better to cross the street, close your eyes and just go straight. And uh, uh, ask God so no one will kill you. If they don't care about traffic lights, about uh, this for walking. The, the pedestrian path. Yes, yeah. nothing. And we moved um, to Top Chan, Top Chan uh, Mountain. It's uh, 3,800 meters to train. It was a uh, very hot weather. It was plus 38. Um, we were climbing because it's uh, like stone. So you need to, to climb with a rope up mm-hmm. to the mountain. So my... Uh, um, um, hands, um, the skin, when I nearly lost my oh skin my from God. my hands. Yes, and I didn't like this. And uh, the food was not tasty there, and I was so suffering. And I called back here home. At the time, the phone still was was working. And they called, and they said, oh, I cannot do it, and it's so difficult, and I don't like everything here. Um, but my, everyone said, and my husband said, no, you should do it. What, uh, it's not Tatiana talking What happened now. to your ambition? Yes, yes, yes. Tatiana. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> So, uh, next day when we moved already to Dima Bend, to our target mountain, I said, okay, I will do it because I came here so far. I changed to airplane to reach here. And I'm in all these uh, bad conditions around me. What I'm suffering uh, just like this to have fun? No, I will do it. And... Um, Unfortunately, our group was split like by three people, three, 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 mm-hmm. because everyone had different physical uh, capabilities. Um, yes, yeah. and um, someone went more fast, someone more slow. I was with another two girls. They live here in Cyprus. Now we are very good friends. It's Anna Malatkova and uh, Olga Petrova. So uh, they um, were with me and they went uh, first time in their life um, to this uh, mountain journey. I mean, they never ever been before in any mountains. So it was very difficult for them as well. And for me, because I had a very long uh, period uh, of not doing anything. So, but uh, we started uh, our uh, last climbing. Um, We supposed uh, to go up 1,400 meters. Uh, It took us nine and a half hours to go up. We started two o'clock in the morning. We changed three guides because our first guide with who we go in the group, um, he didn't want to wait uh, like a slow part. And he ran up uh, quick, so he left us. The second one, which uh, we took with extra money, he didn't speak English and he was not feeling well. So in the middle of our climbing, we sent him back because he was nearly to die. 
And uh, after we find uh, the third guide, Iranian, um, and uh, he was okay. He also helped uh, with me with the gusli. He hurried up with the gusli and he was talking to us and uh, giving us some chocolates and everything, so eat and drink a little bit. So, but the difficult part was the last uh, 200 meter because it's a volcano. Uh, okay, it's not uh, active volcano, but still it's volcano and has gas. And this gas come out and mm-hmm. you cannot breathe. Mm. If you breathe, you can die even. So this part was very difficult because you don't have power. It's your last 200 meter. You are deadly tired and you need to run fast because you cannot breathe. Oh my God. So yes, it was very, very difficult. But when we reach the um, summit, uh, it's uh, like circle and around is the mountain. So it was no air, not uh, air. And it was a lot, a lot of people from different countries. And when we put the flag of Cyprus and I sit and I play my goosely and I had all this audition who made video of me and everyone was shocked and so happy and imagine they never could imagine that on summit they will listen to music. So it was a very nice feeling. We stayed there on the top maybe 30 minutes. Okay, you cannot see from the summit a lot because it's cloudy and uh, it's very high. But when you were walking, you can see how sun come out, up um, on all this uh, beauty. And you cannot imagine that you climbed all mm. this distance when you see opposite the other mountain, which is smaller. You think, oh my God, <laughs> I'm more up than that mountain. It's uh, fantastic. And of course, uh, all this photo, which I did in video, that not everyone can see live. And uh, so it's a unique uh, feeling. And uh, we start to go back down. It took us another five hours. We came uh, down to our um, place where we were sleeping. And uh, after we needed to go another three or four hours more down. But in that part, it's not so high. It's uh, from uh, 3,200 meters up to 4,200 meters. So only one thousand uh, meters uh, distance yeah. yes and um, I took the donkey uh, because uh, we, there were donkey who carry our stuff the big things and I said uh, I will rent it as a taxi so I said to the dad I was dead uh, after nine and a half hours walking up and five hours walking down so I said, no, 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 I cannot go now in the dark because it was already six o'clock in the evening and sun uh, come down and everyone had this light on the, uh-huh. his head and it's difficult to climb on the stones down. I said, no, I want to go with the donkey. And it was fantastic uh, journey. I never regret not even one cent that I spent for this donkey to take me down because um, uh, uh, the donkey go without light. So I switch off my light on my head and the donkey knows the road. 
And so we go up, right, uh, right, left, right, left, right, left. And I came down quick and I stayed maybe another one hour and I was waiting when the, the rest of the group will come. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Amazing. So I was very lucky that I took this donkey. Otherwise, uh, I don't know, the others were very tired. Some of them lost uh, their nails on their feet. Oh. Uh, yes, and a lot of things of uh, suffering. So... Like well, thank God for that donkey. And they are not as stupid as we think they are. And I love your ambition and I love your drive. And I know that you are going to achieve that um, Guinness Book of Record uh, target that you have. Now, we're coming to the end of this podcast episode. How can people support you or what can people do for you? Can they follow you on social media or what What? what can people do for you? Yes, they can f follow me uh, on social media. I have uh, two YouTube channels, one for school and my personal. So on my personal, I have all the videos from the mountains is uh, Tatiana Stupak. Uh, also, I have uh, three Facebook accounts. Uh, Tatiana Stupak is a musician. It's a page. I have another page, Tatiana Stupak School of Music. But okay, school is, uh, I don't put there. <laughs> I just take the flag of my school on the summits. And I have also one personal uh, Facebook page, it's Tati Nikolaevna, where I share everything, like everything. And also I have another two pages uh, on Instagram, is also Tatiana Stupak. Mm, so people can follow me, they can uh, see videos and photos. Of course, the most interesting is coming in January. Uh, also, I will uh, start to promote my trip from next week uh, because I need the sponsorship. I can take a flag uh, with me in Argentina or the company or whatever uh, because uh, it's very expensive. And um, I'm sure that I will do it because I will, uh, I always uh, do uh, my targets and um, it will be the world record. So um, my name and the name who will support me uh, will be known everywhere. Fantastic, fantastic. And she is a woman on a mission, I can tell you that. Tatiana Stupak, thank you so much for having me in your house and for allowing me to, I'm going to sit at that piano late just now, take a picture and pretend that I actually know how to play it. <laughs> thank you so much for being on Most Memorable Journeys. Thank you very much. Thank you. If you enjoy my podcast, please like, share and subscribe to my channel. You will find all the information in the show notes.